Repeat after me. Jesus. 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 What a beautiful name. Don't you love saying it? Jesus. Open your hearts to him. I just encourage you to open your hearts to him this morning. He's, he's beautiful. <laughs> Repeat after me, Jesus, we welcome you here. Actually, close your eyes. Just really um, posture your heart. Posture your heart to, don't look at me, don't look at anyone. Just posture your heart towards him. It's all about him. And repeat, Jesus, thank you for saving me. Jesus, reveal yourself to me afresh this morning. Take me deeper, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us first. Thank you, Jesus, for placing your spirit within me. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence here today by your Holy Spirit. Jesus, we love you. We love you. Just breathe him in. Acknowledge he's with you right now. Acknowledge that he's going to speak to you today. Be expectant for what he's going to do today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you can open your eyes now. I believe that we are living in exciting times. No matter, lately, no matter where I am, who I'm speaking to, or where I am, it just seems that there's great anticipation, you know, for what God is doing, what the Spirit's doing, and it seems that there's momentum happening. Um, for example, in Italy, it seems that there's a shifting taking place where people are rising up and they're just dissatisfied with the old, the old wine. They want the new wine. So there's, there's a hunger, you know. There's a lot of work to do in Italy, but... There is definitely some shifting going on, just as there is here. It may look different in different countries, different places, but definitely God is moving powerfully. And um, I just thought it was interesting what Darren shared last week um, about the practical strategies that we have and the vision um, about what we're going to do, what we're doing as a church. I feel that it really is a response to God's what is on God's heart for his people. Like um, it's a response to what the spirit is already doing and moving in. He's preparing his bride. <laughs> He's preparing his bride. He's calling us to himself. He's calling us to himself. He wants us equipped for what is ahead. I think already that was mentioned before. And he wants us to know the purpose and the plan that he has for each and every one of you. You're not here by accident. You're not just here to just float around or sit in a pew. You know that. There's such a purpose on your lives. Each of you have been made with, like, handmade, <laughs> intricately made with a set of giftings and abilities and qualities that, um, you know, no one else has like you have. 
So there's a particular call. <laughs> it's really, it, it, this excites, this should excite you guys because it's, it's like this is your purpose, you know, and he wants to reveal it. Just even in, uh, Paul says in Ephesians, um, like he's chosen, chosen us, you know, like he set us apart even before the foundations of, of the universe, right? Even before you were thought of or conceived. So this plan has been in action for a long, long, long time. Let's not delay. Let's not delay. That's what I feel like an urgency, right? And I believe that part of what Darren shared last week is part of this equipping us um, into all that God is calling us to. And I think it's no coincidence that we're going to start looking at the Red Letter series. I just think that's when I heard that, I was like, uh-huh, because the Red Letter series, I'm sure you all know, but just in case someone doesn't, it's, it's the words of Jesus. So this is drawing us closer to his heart. It's bringing us back to our first love. And I just get really excited about hearing that. Um, we're going back to him. It's, it's, it's just an invitation to, to go back and go deeper with Jesus. <sighs> it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. I feel that we need to be looking to him in this season as we move forward because it doesn't matter what topic we're talking about. It all points to Jesus. Everything. <laughs> in John 15, 4, um, I'll just read it out. He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing is nothing. Apart from him, we can do nothing. How freeing is that? Takes all the responsibility off us. No, no, I'm joking. We have got responsibility. <laughs> but, but really... It's that partnership. It's that partnership with him, and that's when we're productive in him. So for it's in him that we live and move and have our being, right? He holds together all the plans that we're planning. You know, everything you saw on that chart, he holds it all together. And, um, he's, you know, we say he's in the centre of it all, Jesus at the centre of it all. Well, I don't think he's just in the centre. I think he's in the all. Okay, he's in the all, and he's the all-knowing, he's the almighty God. Can I hear an amen? <laughs> let's, get, <laughs> let's get back, I don't know, is that Baptist or Pentecost? I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> I, I'm just copying you. <laughs> but it's all about Jesus, everybody. It's all about him, and it started with him. It all started with him. He saved us. But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't just stop at our salvation. There is so much more to know about him. I've come to discover that he is inexhaustible. It would take an eternity to discover all that there is to know about Jesus. He wants us to discover more about who he is and what he has accomplished on the cross. That is really important. The truth about who we are and who he's called us to be. He wants to separate the truth from the lies, okay, because sometimes we can maybe understand with our head, but there's some lies that we hold us back from really grasping 
the full picture of what is accomplished on the cross. Who knows um, that it's not about asking Jesus to do one thing. Do you get that? It's not about asking for another thing because he's done enough. Don't you think he's done it already? It's already been accomplished. You can't add to it. You can't improve it. You can't enhance it. It's the finished work of the cross. He's done it all. He's done it all. And I'm not saying we can't ask for things. That's what he wants. He wants us to ask and talk to him. But I think that when you know and um, believe and understand the truth about what's already yours, then you can access it. Okay? So I think we don't have, not be, well, it says because we ask, but I think we have to ask believing. We have to already know what he's done so that we can just, it's just a belief, really. Do I believe he's got that for me? Do, do I believe he's got me covered, you know? It is actually exactly what you to have the access to your inheritance. <laughs> At one point in my Christian walk, I had come to the conclusion where I thought I knew Jesus, okay? I thought I knew him well enough. And... Um, or I knew him as my saviour and I had understood that if I was to follow him, I wouldn't just, you know, like not sit back and just wait to go to heaven. But if I was really to take him seriously and follow him, I needed to make him my Lord and my King. So I grasped that. I don't say, I'm not saying I grasped it to its fullness because <laughs> that's ongoing. But I understood that and that's as far as it got. I just sort of let, just left it there, right? What I'm talking about is not the head journey, but the heart journey. We know things about him. We've heard it. But I'm talking about my personal journey with actually where he shows himself to be king, to me personally, where he shows himself to be saviour to me personally. Do you get what I'm saying? So at one point I had begun like the journey of um, just understanding what it means to be a daughter. And so I was looking to God the Father. I was looking to seek his heart for me as a daughter. And um, it's, you know, that it still is. It has always been. It was a beautiful journey and it's still ongoing again. When I was doing that, I kind of put Jesus down for a minute. Does that make sense? I kind of like just looked to the Father. Nothing wrong with looking to the Father. But in that, I had made an assumption that I knew Jesus. Okay, I'd made an assumption that I knew Jesus. And though deep inside I knew there was more to him, I knew because I'd heard about lots of aspects about him. Um, there were aspects that I yet had to encounter, um, like knowing him as a friend, as a healer, as a husband, as a prince. You see, I rested on what I knew, and that was so little. <laughs> It, seems, it seemed like I wasn't hungry to seek out the more. But yet there was a dissatisfaction in my heart because I knew there was more. So, and I don't know why, why I thought that way. I don't know. I, I just, um, I just, yeah, that's just what it was. And I'm just sharing that because I think that maybe some of you might feel the same. Maybe you've experienced the same. Maybe not with Jesus, perhaps with Father or Holy Spirit. Perhaps it's not complacency. It might be a fear of intimacy, fear to draw near. Or maybe you think he won't show up. Maybe you think he won't show up. And um, 
I just wanted to tell you that, you know, I had to repent, of course, that I just switched off. Sometimes it's hard when you've had seasons away from him to come back because the enemy bombards you, as you all know, with um, condemnation, you know. But I think that we need to just move that out of the way. It's not him. It's the devil. <laughs> so let's just take know that. Take note. It's the devil. Don't listen to him. <laughs> okay. So and walk forward. Walk forward trusting him that he's not seeing you with condemnation. He's the loving father with his arms open wide. So I repented and I drew back to him. And, you know, you know, if you draw close to him, he, close, he draws near to you. And in fact, for me, it, all I needed to do was just turn. <laughs> I didn't have to strive or chase him or anything. Um, it, was, it wasn't any pressing in or anything like that. I just responded to the invitation. The person of Jesus, because he's a person who wants to know us. Yeah. And what a beautiful invitation. So I feel that for all of us, there's an invitation. Yeah. He's drawing us back to that place of intimacy with him, that secret place. It's where it all it's that's where it's at. It's just the secret place. That's where everything comes from. It's the most important thing on your in your walk as a Christian. Sunday services are awesome, but that's not the Sorry. <laughs> it's your time with him in the secret place. Yeah, you agree, don't you? <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. Who meets with him in the secret place? Does everyone have a secret place, time, place? Yeah, it's so important. I encourage you to find it. As Christians, we can easily get caught up with going through the motions, saying all the right things, we can get caught up in thinking that as long as we're serving and encouraging people and it looks good, it feels, you know, we're doing the stuff, we must be doing okay. But there's more to, there's more than what we're doing. There's much more. It's about much more. And yes, I mentioned purpose and calling. Don't hear me wrong that I, I'm not saying we don't do things. Um, but he doesn't need slaves. He doesn't need slaves to get his work done. He wants his children to be in relationship with him. That's more important to him than anything. Okay. So first, it starts from a place of rest, you being a son or a daughter. And from that place, you, you, you have that exchange with him and everything is possible after that. In fact, we, we sang about, um, I love the songs, by the way. I mean, I didn't even tell her what I was talking about, but <laughs> I just said, Lord, you know what songs are going <laughs> to. And the one about the battle, that secret place is actually spiritual battle. It's the best place for spiritual battle, just being with him, letting him love on you. Yeah. Um, he wants you. He wants to pour out his love on you. He wants you to know how much he loves you, to look you in the eye, <laughs> straight in the eyes, to tell you <laughs> who you are, to reveal himself to you, to tell him who he is, tell you who he is, to remove everything that stops you from connecting, every distraction, every lie, and, and to... And, and just draw close with him. He wants you to draw close with him. Yeah.
I just think that, um, yeah, if you ever wanted what the ultimate goal in life would be as a Christian, it would be just to be in his presence. That's the goal. That's the goal. It, it's, it's that relationship. As I said, like I heard someone speak on it recently that talked about going deep. It's like that, the width and the depth. He talked about the width and depth. And he said, you just need to go deep because the width will take care of itself. And that's the preparation. So for who, like our personal journey with him, but also everything that's to come as he unveils um, all that he's planned for you. And then you have an impact on, you know, the people around you standing in the gap, as Nikki said, and your community. But it's not works. It's not like I've got to do all this stuff. Forget about that. Go back to him. Go back to him and let him unravel, unravel all those other things. Yeah. So I want to give you an invitation. Can we have music? Someone? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to ask you that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. He's with us now. He's right here. And he's inviting you. He's inviting you into this intimacy and no matter where we are with him, no matter where we're at in our walk, whether we're newly saved or whether we've been walking with him for a long time, <laughs> it's never ending, isn't it? Just more. There's always more. There's always more. There's always more. And he's always calling you. He's call this is his heart for you today. So just maybe with your eyes closed, just ask him, Lord, is there something stopping me from drawing near to you? Ask him. Ask him if there's a mindset, a lie, fear, whatever it might be, and let him reveal that to you. Yeah. And I want to invite you to come forward and, and we can pray. We can pray for you, whatever he reveals to you. Yeah, let nothing stop you. Let the enemy not stop you. <laughs> yeah, let him receive his full reward. Let Jesus receive the full reward of what he paid for on the cross. And that's for you to be fully present with him, fully engaged in a lifelong romance. <laughs> yeah, with, with him. And let him reveal all those things, that, all the aspects of who he is. You know, your, your friend, your husband, you know, your saviour. What do you need right now? What do you need from him? Who do you need him to be? Ask him to show himself in that way. There's just so much more to him and so much more that he wants to give you. So yeah, if you don't know him and you want to invite him into your life so that you can connect with him and see what he says, come forward. And I'm really obvious, so honoured to pray for you. And if you just want more, come forward. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you.